we are live. Imagine being the first voice you hear walking into a Yankee game. That's right, serving up at the breakfast buffet, we have Lisa Capps. Learn about her phenomenal soccer career and her time working for the best brand in the world. That's right, the New York Yankees. I hope you guys will enjoy. Do it! We have Lisa Caps from New Providence, New Jersey, who is currently works in broadcasting for the New York Yankees. What's up, Lisa? How are we doing? What's up? I'm doing good. I'm over this quarantine, you know, but I'm fine. Things keep me active and, you know, not going crazy. <laughs> right, right. And you're in, you're in Tampa right now, huh? Yeah, I'm in Tampa. What better place to be stuck in than uh, Tampa? Not too bad. I can't complain. Looking at palm trees, the water. I've seen a couple dolphins by the bay. It's not that bad. Oh, I bet. I bet. So when uh, when did you get word that they kind of cut, you know, the the spring training season? Well, it was during the spring training, one of the last games. Um, they just canceled the rest of. They had a week left. The Yankees. They canceled the rest of the spring training due to the coronavirus. So. People were still getting paid, but they didn't know when they would start up again. All right. So, I mean, that was good. Only only a week left, so that's that's not too bad. Um, so, get to get that. How'd you get to be the one in the broadcasting, you know, field with the New York Yankees? How'd I get the position? Yeah. Well, I went to the University of Tampa, and as a junior, I said to myself, I want to get a paid internship. And I want to get an internship with an organization that's successful, doing well, and in the direction I want to go to and when I'm ready to get my job. So I said, hey, New York Yankees, they have their spring training in Tampa, and they're right, they're close to the University of Tampa. So I was like, why not go on an interview and talk to some people? And I, I finally got my foot through the door. I went on three interviews, and I got the paid internship in the broadcast booth. Then I did really well, and they hired me to stay on the payroll for the minor league, the Tampa Tarpons. So that was exciting. So I did the Yankees spring training, and then they kept me on the payroll for the minor league while the Yankees went to New York City. And I continued that, and then eventually um, the, se- the next season started, so I got promoted to um, the broadcast booth with the microphone. So I kept oh, yeah. moving up, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. How was that? You got the microphone and everything, it's huh? It's fine. I mean, that's just who I am. Like, I'm not shy. I like being in front of the camera, talking in front of thousands of people. Um, I have fun with it. You know, I meet a ton of people every day. So. Yeah. So what do you what do you exactly do? You um, Are you there to entertain the fans or are you there to interview the players? Well, so for my internship, I started out working show control and the camera, and I, I bounced around seeing what I liked, what I was good at, and everything. I did camera on third base. It's pretty cool. Except it was scary, because John Carlos Stan almost hit me the face once. Uh-huh. <laughs> when he hit the ball, I had a duck. It was nuts. But um, then this spring training, I just got done with the microphone. I was the host of the stadium. Oh, so was, you were the hostess, the hostess with the most. We are live here today. <laughs> that was my famous line. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Now, what really touched me the most was, like, after the game. Like, when I was walking to my car, a lot of people would point at me and say, oh, my God, like, that's that girl on the screen. And, oh, look, there she is. It's like a little celebrity come out of there. <laughs> yeah, no, signing some autographs, taking some yeah. pictures. So you it's were welcoming. Actually, actually, it was really fun because, like, I met A-Rod um, the last week before they canceled the spring training. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, didn't a, you didn't get a pig with him? No, you, you got to be professional, yeah. right? You got to be professional. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're welcoming fans into the game. So what, what's your what's your go-to line? We are live here today. <laughs> That's I, it? I have a couple parts. I speak during, um, like, I get a rundown, and I'll speak during certain innings. So I sponsor Baycare and St. Joseph's Hospital Health Zone. And we'll get, like, a person there. I'll have to pick a little kid sometimes with the Yankee logo on to show the fans the don't-forget-your-spring-training programs. And I keep updating, like, the fans, you know, stay engaged in the game and whatever is going on in the stadium or on the concourse. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. So you said you did you did camera work too, huh? What, what was kind of the things that you had to do with the camera work? Was it, like, during – you know, play-by-play, play, or was it the in-between stuff? It was live. Like, I was, during the spring training, not this one, but the previous, I was on third base. Sometimes I would go on high home, which is the camera above home plate, and mm-hmm. I would shoot whatever I was filming. It was in-house in the stadium, so people sitting at the bars, whatever they're watching is what I was filming. Uh-huh. And um, I actually recorded, so John Carlos Stanton hurt his bicep, and he came back when I was working with the minor leagues. He came back to play in a couple of games, and I recorded his first home run back in it. And then they took my recording and they put it on the minor league Instagram, which was pretty cool. That is so, cool. I but, captured that. Now, now, is there a producer or someone in your ear telling you where to get the shots? I have on third base. Um, I'll get all the live walk-ups or any uh-huh. like if someone hits a home run, I'll like I'll have a headset in my ear. And the people from the broadcast would be like, all right, Lisa, you're up. And they would film, like, I'd film following the guy who hit the home run, whatever. I could keep filming them, and then they'll switch over to the next batter. And then they'll be like, all right, you're clear. So they would give me updates and commands that I'd follow. That's pretty cool. Now, did you learn that just doing your internship and stuff with the Yankees, or is that something that you studied at, at Tampa? Um, I actually, that was all hands-on learning in my internship. Huh. I've been around the camera before. Um, my older brother has been on a couple of reality TV shows and I actually, I've been around the camera with Fox sports. I helped film the FIFA world cup commercial uh-huh. at the Buck stadium in Tampa right before they won the world cup. So that was pretty cool. I was, I had a headset, uh, walkie talkie. I took some of the players around to the stations to get interviewed and stuff. So I, I've been around the camera a lot. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's awesome. So what did you actually, um, what did you actually study at Tampa then? I studied communication with a minor in professional speech. Uh-huh. Okay. Love so, I mean, talking. Yeah, you're putting, you're putting it to use now. So you're saying you, you like this microphone, you like being on the microphone phone more than the camera, right? Yeah, you know, I've experienced both sides, but I have the personality to be in front of a camera. I'm not shy. I like to say it how it is. And I like to have fun with it, you know, keep people engaged. And I have people laughing in the crowds all the time. I'm memorable, apparently. If people see me in Starbucks and they notice who I am. <laughs> yeah. They get you free nitro brew from Starbucks, huh? 
Yeah, they repeat my lines. Because one of my lines in the stadium is, like, the Baycare Boardwalk. So I'm like, um, we're live here in Baycare and St. Joseph's Hospital Health Zone. Did you know that walking can reduce your risk for chronic diseases? And I promote people to exercise constantly. So uh -huh. I saw one guy around downtown Tampa, and he told me, he goes, I was on the Baycare doing my three-mile run. And he was <laughs> funny. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's great. That's I such a good it. story. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's wow. Fun. That's great. So, um, at, at Tampa, right, you played soccer there, huh? Yeah. And you were, were you, you were kind of a big deal, huh? Big deal soccer player? I've been in the game a long time, ever since I was born. Uh -huh. <laughs> I played five years of college soccer. Five years. The yeah. old The old red shirt year, huh? Yep, I took as many years as I could. I took advantage of it. Yeah, so for me, right, soccer wasn't is not a big thing, but my grandfather actually played professionally for Rio, like back in the way day. For, oh, for, did he? Yeah, for Brazil. Um, and funny story, I played soccer once, and I got kicked out because I wrestled at like I wrestled everyone on the field, so they they were like, nah. <laughs> You probably shouldn't you do that. Yellow cards? Yeah, I got some yellow, red, I think a blue. I don't even think they have blues, but they gave every card out there. Um, what made you uh, just pursue, you know, soccer in college? Uh, what was what was the big difference between high school soccer and, and college soccer? That is a great question. It, oh my gosh. Like, first of all, being a student athlete, it makes you such a, a strong person. For the workplace in the future, it builds you to be strong in every situation possible. Um, I, it all started, I played for the club team. When I was in high school, I played high school soccer. I was captain my senior year. I won a state championship. I have a ring. Um, that was, oh, there's, nothing right. like, yep. there's nothing like winning a state championship. Oh, that yeah, feeling, it's the best. Yeah, 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 for you'll sure. You'll remember that feeling for the rest of your life. And you got the ring to prove it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, like, I like the ring. Don't get me wrong, but, like, but that memory like sticks with you and you it's like you want it all the time so it constantly sticks in your heart so you you're always wanting to like work to that level and expect nothing less because you know what it's like to be on the top right yeah for sure yeah and i yep. played for um pda it's players development academy in new jersey it's one of the best clubs in the whole state of new jersey great soccer players come out of there i think uh, Heather O'Reilly played there. She's on the national team. Um, Carly Lloyd played for Rutgers. Her coaches coached me when I was in club. So they prepared us. They developed us to play at a high level. So I, I oh, my God, I took that with me. And I, I played Division One soccer at Hartford my freshman year, which is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, how was that? How was, how was playing at that level? Different from, from playing in high school with, with, you know, I bet you some of your some of your teammates that you grew up with, just making that transition, how was that? Well, from high school to college? Yeah, 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 playing at a D1 level. High school, um, you know, you're close with the girls. It's like your family. You have fun with it, you know. Club soccer, it was more serious. It was more competitive. I mean, uh -huh. you're training against girls that are already committed, you know. So great schools, Ivy League schools, some, some girls on the national team. I played with so many competitive girls, so it was, it was a lot more serious. Right. So, so with um, being getting recruited for soccer, it's, it's more of what you do on your club team, or is it more what you do in high school? Well, club team, 
you're going to yeah. showcases and you're constantly showcasing yourself and you go to all these tournaments. That's where all the college coaches look at you, um, you know, sit there with their their papers and email them and all that. The recruiting process is a headache. It's uh-huh. it's a lot to it. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much into it. You got to see what school you like, what you want to study. Is this the area you see yourself living in four years? Um, you know, like I love soccer. I always always wanted to play D1. That was it. I never like settled for less. And I, I kept my goal and constantly. And you can't let anybody discrim- like discourage you or doubt you. When you want something, you got to go get it. And you know your self-worth. You got to go out and get what you're worth. So I worked my butt off. <laughs> yeah. I worked up. Yeah, I did. I've been through so much. Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah, that's great. So that's that's the thing, like the difference between like, because I heard it's it's a lot like basketball and uh, how basketball you have your high school, but you also have like your club slash showcase team. And I always thought that was fascinating with those sports because wrestling, it's like you have high school wrestling, you're out there, you're competing with the other best wrestlers in the state, and you're going out there, you're earning it. It's you versus him. Soccer, I feel, I mean a lot like basketball it's like you're in a starting lineup right and ultimately it's it's the coach's decision whether you start or not right so have you ever had an experience where maybe you knew you were better than someone but you didn't get the start or you didn't get the the push that you needed um you know I I have to say like freshman year when I went to Hartford it was you know I was coming as a freshman some some people like want to start right away and Playing time, you got to earn it. You got to, like, some. There was one girl on our team that was a senior that never got in a game. Like, our coach never liked to substitute, really. And I was the type of player that always wanted to play. I always wanted to be on the field, like, at all times. And I'd get so pissed if I was, wasn't playing because I, I was so passionate about it. And um, definitely, there, there was times like that where I feel like I should have got more time, but I was still growing into it. So I didn't really, I understand a lot. But looking back at my career now, I've learned so much. I grew as a person and matured a lot. So it's I have a different perspective now looking back at some of the things I got mad at. I should really shouldn't have. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I was I was the same way. I mean, uh, you know, in, in college with college wrestling, I wanted to wrestle every single match. And, uh, you know, there, there it's kind of hard to you know, give someone else, you know, that, that go, especially when, when you earn that spot and you, you won that spot technically because we have wrestle offs and everything. Is there a thing in soccer where it's like you battle someone for a spot? How, how do they, how do they dictate who starts basically? Um, well, we have a lot of fitness tests. I would come first in every fitness test, by the way, that was like my number one thing. Yeah. <laughs> the beat <laughs> test is really fun actually, but yeah, I mean, you play, you battle through like play. I mean, whoever's more effective, who's who has a big impact on the team at that time, is going to get more playing time. If you um, if you're not doing anything spectacular in a spot that you should be, or if you don't stand out, if you don't feel confident or look confident on the ball, you're not going to get the time. Because there's a lot of girls who want to play that position, but the difference between starting or not is consistency. Like, are you doing well on the ball? Are you making plays happen? Are you scoring? Are you assisting? Are you battling? Like, what you do on the field, does it impact the team? You know, everyone has their own different strengths and weaknesses. 
some girls saying, well, why am I not playing? Well, maybe you're not do maybe you're not doing enough, like to, you know, like maybe maybe you're just doing enough, but you're not like special in a way. Like everyone has their own like strengths, and they have to use them. Mm -hmm. That's um that's actually why some players get confused or they're put in the wrong position because some girls are they they, they play up top but they can't score, and they like some girls are just out of place. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a good that's that's a good uh i like that so you want to make sure you add value to the team any way you can and and that's that's how you get the nod to start um and then eventually you made the switch over to uh where tampa first or palm, you beach, trans atlantic. palm beach atlantic okay <laughs> i have a crazy oh my god my story is nuts like I just I played at three universities, so I went D1 um, my freshman year at Hartford. I don't get me wrong, I love like it was a cool experience, but I wanted more. I always wanted to go to college down south. Uh -huh. I'm like a, I like the beach, palm trees, warm weather. So Connecticut was a little too cold for me. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't like I mean I wasn't as happy as I know I could be between like the playing time and just the atmosphere wasn't enough for me out of my college yeah. career. I wanted, I wanted more. Yeah. So I actually was getting recruited for Coastal Carolina in South Carolina, but that coach left and uh -huh. went to Palm Beach Atlantic in West Palm Beach. And I gave him a call up and I was like, hey, you still um, interested in me? I'm looking to go to Coastal or whatever. He goes, I'm actually at Palm Beach Atlantic. I relocated. So that's what brought me to Florida. And boom, my life like changed completely. Like, when I went to Florida, I met all new best friends. It was a whole different lifestyle. And playing on that team, that school is very is different. It's a Christian university. Uh -huh. Very strict. So, I definitely grew a lot as a person. It was just different. And when you go to different areas, you, you get wiser and you get more independent and everything. It just, make, it just makes you grow as a person. Yeah, you probably really find yourself, you know, being down in Florida. It's not like you could, like in Connecticut, it's not like you take a short drive home and, and yeah. reset, you know. You're, you're stuck down there. That's it, you know. Yeah, and, it was uh, different. Yeah, you talked about a coach because you liked a specific coach, you know, and uh, that, that was the same. That was ultimately, like, why I made it, my decision to NYU was because of the coach. What was it that caught your eye about the coach? He was a motivated, driven person. He was always on top of me. He I'm a hyper person, and as a player, I'm always nonstop. I'm, I love fitness. I'm that crazy person that loves to get on the line and run. And when I tried out for Coastal Carolina at the clinic, he saw that, and we, we both connected. And I, I liked him as a coach, and I, I gave him a call. Why not? Because what do you have to lose? When you're unhappy, you should go, like, do crazy things to, like, like you should call people out and, like, go where your heart tells you to go. Yeah, take risks and uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. take risks. <laughs> one of the best advice I got, it's it's one of the jazz. It goes into one of my jazz tips that I had from uh, the advice I got right before I go going into college from one of my coaches. It was the answer to every question you don't ask is always a no. So why not ask a question? What what's the worst that could happen? And you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> there you go. Coming from a soccer player, or wait, that that was Wayne Gretzky. That was hockey. But hey. You know, you're still taking shots, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, so going there, right? Where was that? West Palm? What was West that? West Palm, Palm Beach. Uh, 
Yeah, going there. How many years did you stay there for? And how, how, how big of a difference was it? I stayed there like two years. It Like I said, it was very different. And I don't regret like any decision I made throughout my college career. I love the fact that I went to three universities because I met so many people and I like from all over the world. It was nuts. Palm Beach Atlantic, it was so different from every other college I've ever been to in my life. Not only because it was Christian University, but I mean, our coach made us, we had to join CrossFit. We did CrossFit workouts. We we did things I've never done before. We went into um, downtown Palm Beach and we had a bowling league. Our whole team had to join a bowling <laughs> league. We, we did workshop hours. It was requirements for school. You had to do like work, a certain amount of workshop hours for the semester. So we had to paint some guy's house green one time and it was just so, like random stuff, but it made us closer as a team and we all connected and just we worked together off the field a lot. Yeah. Which was, I never really did that at any other school I've been like seen. So yeah, that's I important. Building, building that team camaraderie. Nothing, nothing better than building a house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, <laughs> we did a lot of crazy things that like I never thought like a soccer team would do together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that reminds me of the time they brought the whole NYU wrestling team to Europe and we wrestled in Germany. And that was that yeah, that was a cool uh experiment. That was a good team bonding moment for uh numerous reasons, but <laughs> a bunch of wrestlers in a new country. Why not? It was good. We didn't we didn't paint a house green, but <laughs> maybe some guys painted a house green another way. <laughs> but that's that's interesting. Joining Joining a bowling league and everything, bowling. I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I got good at bowling. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still got your bowling shoes? Oh yeah, they're yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so then, so then, how'd you how'd you end up doing there? What was what was your success there? Um, I was a top goal scorer actually at Palm Beach Atlantic. We traveled a lot. Um, it was fun. Like, it was just different. The area is beautiful. Like I've, I, from this day, think that's my favorite area of the whole state of Florida. I've been everywhere in this whole state and I still like fell in love with Palm beach. It just, it made me grow up. That's where I grew up. Honestly, like that's like where I became so mature and learned from my mistakes and just grew as an individual. Yeah, the the co. I feels like the coach put you out of your comfort zone, and that's that's how you really find yourself. You know, getting out of your comfort zone. So then, uh, what was what was the switch like to Tampa? Why did you make that switch? So, so we actually played Tampa. They were like our rivals, and it was a good game. I mean, I had I had a yellow card that game. <laughs> it was pretty. Oh, yeah. We battled. Yeah, it was a pretty intense game. <laughs> but the coach remembered me and. The University of Tampa is a, a beautiful school. It's bigger than Palm Beach Atlantic. It's um, it has the whole city of Tampa right here, and like like the person I am, I'm always hungry for more. I'm never satisfied. So I said, you know what? Why don't I switch the hair? Like <laughs> they were a better team than Palm Beach Atlantic. They beat us, and so I gave the coach a call, <laughs> and, I, and I, it all started from there. And she offered me a spot right away. Yeah, like on the phone. So I, I left. What was it? Spring. Yeah, and I started training at the University of Tampa. <laughs> I mean, how was that? How was making that switch? Just leaving the team and just going to this brand new team. How? You know, there's times in your life where 
you're you get comfortable in a place, but you know deep down inside that there's more that mm-hmm. there's more ahead of you. And if you stay in one spot for too long, you're only gonna know so much. You're only gonna learn so much, be around the same people. And I wanted more at my college career. I, I thought I worked my butt off and I, I deserved better. So I want to go find better. <laughs> and they were yeah. doing great, the University of Tampa. So I, I contacted them and um, I, I made the switch. You have to take risks because you don't know where life's going to take you. It's crazy. I couldn't actually, like, looking back on it, I couldn't imagine staying at one school because I bounced around so much. But, like, I met so many people and I just, I've experienced so many different things, which made me so open to my field I'm studying in communication. Like, uh, people were from, my best friends are from Barcelona. I, I'm from New Jersey, but I had best friends from Barcelona, Colombia, like, Zimbabwe. And it's just, I learned so many different, like, just everything they did was so different <laughs> yeah you made that risk and going to tampa and seemed like it set you up pretty well for you know everything that you're doing now um yeah you know you know sometimes you know when when you set yourself up and you're so successful and like you said you look for better opportunities when you know your worth and you know you know you're better for more you know take the risk go more um what were some what was the team like at tampa and how was how was balancing, you know, going to a new team and how did, how did you fit in there? Was there some, was there some, uh, heat or jealousy from, yeah. <laughs> you know, Tampa's a preppy school. I mean, when I first got on the team, I had a yellow card that game that we played against Tampa. It was a dirty game. So when I first came onto the team, people remembered me like that. They remembered me as that girl that, that, oh, you're that, girl. that you yeah. know, that, that battles and everything. So I had to kind of gain their like, respect. I had to gain, like, hey, I'm on your side now. I'm on your team now. I'm not the enemy anymore. So as it was hard because when you're an athlete, you're working for a spot on the field. You know, you're battling against girls, and they get – girls get jealous. Girls get petty. Girls don't let – you know, like, when someone's faster than you, they'll, they'll try to hurt – like, you know, hurt your feelings, not be your friend, like, stuff like that. But you have to know what you're going after when you get into a program. Like you got to know what you want. You have to focus on it, and you can't get distracted. And do everything right, so no one can say anything bad about you. I like that <laughs> tunnel vision, doing everything right. Oh, you know, yeah. that's that's what I tell a lot of my my athletes and and kids I coach. I'm like, do everything right. You know, when it when it's time to go to the state tournament or wherever you are. If you did everything you possibly could to get you prepared for your goal, then at the end of the day, you know, whether you achieve it or not, you know, you still won and, you know, it's still something to be proud of. And uh, so you ended your, you know, you ended your eligibility right at college. How is that transitioning from being a college athlete to now regular life? Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I'm a kid at heart. I'll always play soccer. Like, I'll, you'll always see me on a field kicking a ball or anything. And... So the transition, though, like, well, I will always play till the day I die. I'll always be engaged in sport, somehow coaching. I coach, like, sessions, little kids sometimes. Um, I'm actually – I might try out for pro. I got a couple emails to go pro, but uh-huh. I, I took the Yankees opportunity instead because, you know, it's just, it's just a path I took. But soccer has shaped me as a person, like, for the workplace and everything. It's like um, 
in a game, like if someone scores against you, you 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 lift your head up and you you want to go score another goal back. Like you want to go, you don't give up. You know, you work harder. You you work with your team to get that goal back. And it's like that same thing in the workplace. Like you're always competing. We have a team. We work together for a goal and stuff like in the game um, reflects off the field in the workplace. Confidence, um, getting along with your coworkers, your teammates, like working hard knowing what it's like to be on a line to sprint and you're, you're exhausted, but you still got to keep going because, because of that goal or because the outcome and well, you know what it's like on top. So don't give up it, like stuff like that. Right. Um, pushing people, you know, like if someone's having a bad day in the workplace, um, you know, what it's like to pick up your teammate after sprints when they're like they're dying of dehydration, you know, like stuff like that. It's just, those little things are so important. Um, I like giving advice to girls too, like that are in college still playing now, like, cause from the stuff I've played for five years. So I've learned so much. I've been through hell and back. I've been through it all injury, everything. And it just shaped me as a person, a strong person. Right. So you, I said, uh, being a, being a student athlete, you know, a college athlete, you think that gives you an advantage over people in your career or workplace that Absolutely. haven't been. Absolutely, hands down. Being an athlete, just like, oh my God, you just go through so much. It makes you so mentally strong and physically. You've been through ups and downs. You can go through anything. I've been through so much with soccer that I feel like I can go through anything in life and come out alive and stronger than ever. (laughs) Right. And, uh, you know, uh, working with baseball, you know, it's, you know, obviously you never played college baseball or anything um one of one of the best advice i got was one of my professors at nyu um uh, I, I talked about him before his name was charlie grantham and he was a big nba lawyer and everything and he helped michael jordan out with his with his shoe deals and being able to wear them and he said the bu- best advice for me was you know he gave me soccer as a as a project in one of these classes, I'm like, I like, I don't know anything about soccer, man. Why are you giving me this? I'm just, I'm just this wrestler, man. And he goes, that's why I gave you soccer because you, you have no interest in being a soccer player. You have an interest in being a businessman in soccer. He goes, you'll learn the business a lot quicker. And, uh, so based on what my professor told me with uh, going towards a sport that you have no idea about learning the business of it, uh, do you have a similar situation with you working in baseball now? Yeah, it's crazy because I, I didn't know much about the game. I learned on the job. But being an athlete, you know the basic stuff. You know and understand that everyone's competing. Everyone's a good teammate. Everyone's trying to be, for the Yankees, a good role model. You know, like um, people, there's so many eyes on the New York Yankees and it's such a high level, the MLB, you know, like it's, it's a high level. So it's just cool. Like understanding how everyone um, showcases themselves that I took along with me real well, like absolutely. Like just the players in general and the people in the work environment, the way they showcase themselves and how professional the environment is. It, it definitely taught me a lot. Yeah, for sure. You're working for the best brand out there, the New York the Yankees. Best. That, yeah. That, that's very exciting. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Yankees fan. So I see the hat everywhere. I, you go to Bahamas, like, someone's wearing a Yankee hat. Like, it's crazy. You go all around the world, people have Yankee hats on. Yeah. And so. that's who you work for. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still going. I'm still 
I'm still hungry for more. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And um, all right, so I ask everyone these these series of questions. So I'll start with this one. Your adversity moment. So what is some adversity you've been through in your life that shapes who you are today? Wow. Um, definitely switching teams. Like, it's not easy um, going into a team, making friends, and then having to say goodbye, and then doing it again. Because it's like you're starting over every single time. And that's what makes me so outgoing and and like my personality being the way it is it's so easy to make friends and like talk to people and understand an individual like it's very I'm very good at um when I'm talking to someone I'm very good at like recognizing where you're from what kind of person you are what you like what you don't like because I've talked to so many people and that's probably one big thing yeah it's like you're the new kid at the school again you know Every people day, are... the new kid <laughs> You got to prove yourself, and then I, I bet any environment, and I will still be I will be successful wherever you put me. I will work hard wherever you put me, and I have the same mindset wherever I am on this earth. You sound like a wrestler there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's an awesome mindset to have. You know, you I don't will never tap out. <laughs> never tap out. No, you don't let you don't let what? adversity get to you. <laughs> My biggest thing is is like. You know Eric Thompson, the preacher? His, uh, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. I believe that so much. It's so true. Because when you focus on one thing, like, you you get, like, you know, there's improvements on the way. Your goal that you set for yourself, if you focus on that. And it's so, it's so important because there's going to be so many people in this world that try to discourage you. Like, they, because it's only because they can't do it. When someone tells you that they can't, that you can't do something, it's because... Look at who you're talking to. Maybe they can't do it. Maybe they don't believe in themselves. That's why you got to let that go through one ear and out the other. Because you have to know what you're capable of doing, what you want. And if you don't try to make risks or do anything towards what you want, you will never get there. So. I like that. That might be a, that might be a new jazz tip. So yeah. I got I mean, to give you a shout out for that one. <laughs> I, like, I like that a lot, you know, because there are a lot of people that discourage people from achieving the goal and everything and I feel like you know there's so many people that that could get that could do more and they just they don't believe in themselves um when you know the light's right there at the end of the tunnel and you know I call that a lot of the times you know being in New York City and you know being a, a college wrestler in New York City I I call it letting the city get the best of you and uh you know you see that you see that with a lot of people in life you know they let they let other people get to them and tell them what they should be doing compared to what they want to be doing. So that's important, taking those risks to go for what you want. So the the other series of questions that I ask everyone, and we kind of this is kind of a send off. Uh, who is Lisa Caps, and what does she want to be known for? Oh, Lisa Caps, energizer, motivator, um, oh my everything. Like who who am I gonna be? That's that is, oh my God, I, you don't know where life's going to take you. It's like hitting, like, I know in the direction I want to go in. I want to go in production. I want to work with people that are doing great. Like, I want to be on maybe television here or there. Um, I, I want to stick with the Yankees, you know, um, successful people. I just want to be involved with 
making a difference in this world and keep boosting people up. I want I want everyone to understand that they can do whatever they want in life. I don't want people to ever get discouraged. Um, I want them to follow their dreams, and I want to be a huge impact on everyone that I talk to. I want to give my energy to the person I'm talking to because I have a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I feel your energy. I'm, I... I'm the same way. I feel like I hopefully I bring energy to people. That's good. That's a, that's a great trait to have. Uh, hopefully you'll be the, the future voice of the New York Yankees. That'd be great. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Introducing people to Yankee Stadium. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. what, would, what would be your go-to line there? Welcoming people to the stadium. We are live here today. <laughs> Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Get your You're in the breath. greatest city in the world. <laughs> yeah, you know, like on the job, when I'm on the microphone, there's going to, when you're on the concourse, right, I'm focused on my lines, everything I'm saying. You know, I have to memorize a paragraph sometimes. And I'm sitting there, and I'm constantly saying it to myself, focusing on myself, because it's so important to me. This is my life. This is my career. I work for this. You know, I, I live for this. This is what I'm made for. And you got people in the background, like, distracting me. Oh, what section am I in? Or, oh, give me a, make sure you get me on camera during the seventh inning stretch. You know, and stuff. I, I kind of, like, I blank that out, because you can't let anything distract you from your path. So, um, you know, you got to stay dedicated, committed to everything you do. Yeah, seems like, you know, everything in your life you know, prepared you for this point of your life. And it, it seems like it's been pretty successful. And, uh, you know, I want to thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I know it's very yeah. valuable. Uh, <laughs> so any last words, where can people find you, uh, you know, for any advice that they may have, you know, whether it's college soccer, maybe getting into a career in production or, or anything, where could they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Lisa Caps. Lisa <laughs> Caps. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> you slide in the DMs. I'll look at them, see if you have any questions. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, stick to your dreams and keep going hard. Don't let anyone discourage you. Don't let anyone discourage you. All right. <laughs> don't don't let anyone tell you, you can't do something. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. The Ray Jazz tip of the day is don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. It's Ray Jazz, of course.